It's lunchtime in Central Texas. Live at one of the year's biggest events. As you can see, the crowd is going wild. Let's see who will have their cake and eat it, too. It's time for the press box. What are we having? Uh, just your standard regular lunch, I guess. Milk? I can read. PB and J with the crusts cut off. Well, Brian, this is a very nutritious lunch. All the food groups are represented. Did your mom marry Mr. Rogers? Uh, no, Mr. Johnson. Huh. Now here's your host, Ward Whites, and Glenn Stretch Smith, along with Aaron Sexton. And it is lunchtime in Central Texas. Here on this. Thirsty Thursday. Definitely thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely thirsty. It's also Thursday. National Single Awareness Day. National <laughs> Single Awareness. I thought that was yesterday. <laughs> well, it should have been, but it's actually today. So if you're single, go celebrate, I guess. Well, I got to find a place to celebrate. Uh, well, you'll be doing play-by-play. I will be doing play-by-play tonight. We'll have La Vega and LaGrange tonight over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, as the... The Vega Lady Pirates try to move past the area round. We'll be in Bryan at Bryan High School, so should be a whole lot of fun. Good matchup coming up tonight on Fox Sports Central Texas. Looking forward to that. Uh, and, and Stretch doesn't have to worry about National Singles Day. We know that. He keeps reminding <laughs> us of that. <laughs> I, I'm glad to have a good one is all I can tell you. They're, they're hard to find, too, by the way. I will you, agree you, with that. You think? <laughs> that could be the understatement of the week. Scott is nodding his head right now. Uh, Aaron, time out. Time out. Oh. Stretch, did you get everything accomplished that you wanted to get accomplished last night for Valentine's Day? Are you out of the proverbial doghouse for the next, oh, month, month and a half? No, I don't. I wouldn't say month. I think I'm. I think I'm out. I'm out for a couple weeks. Okay. At least. I, you know, it, it was, uh, you know, I can I can figure out a way to, you know, I can figure out a way to uh, go to the right place for dinner, show up with a few red roses and oh. you know and a gift and uh you know and then you, you put a kool-aid smile on you go in there and you say hey here i am i'm i'm just i'm i'm just so stretched trying to trying to trying to trying to find a girl that uh I, has has been with me long enough to uh coach me up how's that she there gets me coached up a lot so Not yeah, a bad I'm, I'm, I'm blessed in that arena proud of you you did well sir Thank you did you. well <laughs> but I, I can tell you this i'm damn glad i'm damn glad valentine's is behind us for another <laughs> 364 days <laughs> most overrated <laughs> holiday ever okay. yep it is oh. i agree it is. It's the most overrated I'm a woman holiday. And I agree. Yeah, it yep. is. I, it's just, it's a forced issue. And, and it just keeps getting more forced each and every year. Did, did Scott stay out of the doghouse? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? He's never in the doghouse. Never? Well. Well, good for Scott. Yeah, we have a great relationship. <laughs> well, I'm not asking that. I mean, you know, guys, we, we find our way to stumble into the doghouse. No, no, he did great. All right. He good. did great. Yeah. Mm. He had dinner. I, I, I cooked him dinner. I so saw your good. dinner. It looked very, very good. I saw your comment. Yes. He comments, Valentine sucks. <laughs> well. Oh, there you go. 
Nothing wrong with that. Uh, let's, we can move on. We can go to St. Patrick's Day now. St. Patrick's Day. That's a good holiday. Because mm-hmm, that means, like, Aaron. Uh, Don't drink. What do I care about St. Patrick's Day? Well, you have iced tea. <laughs> green iced tea? Green iced tea. They have green tea. There you go. There you go. Um, how about, because uh, then you've got, like, March Madness coming. I love it. Yeah, March Madness is creeping up on us as we speak, and I'm excited about that. One unfortunate thing about the Kansas City Chiefs celebration yesterday, the shooting that happened yesterday, and thoughts and prayers go out to the families affected in that. And look, look, I don't want to get into it, but we got to do better. We just do. We got to do better. And that's that's really all I want to say about it. It's unfortunate. Uh, I don't think it had anything to do with the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it had something to do with just knuckleheads. And yep. that's that's all there is. Yep. Yep. Well, I agree. I, we do have to do better. I, I, it's, it's disgusting in a situation like that where uh, it, it should be a celebration. It is a celebration. And for something to like, uh, you know, to, to break out like that, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's really unfortunate. It's. I think we could we could make multiple hours, and, and and we don't even have to take a break if we want to get into the political side of it. But Stretch is going to take a pass from that today, Ward. I'm going to say, you know what? We're here to talk. We're here to talk sports, and uh, that's what we need to be doing is talking sports. But boy, really unfortunate, really sad for the Kansas City Chiefs, and and sad for the city of Kansas City. That just I just—it's—it's—it's it's not a good—it's uh, not a good look, and it's a—it's—it's it's a unfortunate. Prayers go out to people lost their lives. That's—it's just—it's bad. It's bad all the way around. I, I agree, a hundred percent. Prayers to the families and thoughts and uh, for them, and it's unfortunate, and it's a—it's a black eye, and you know you're right. You can go on and on, but I don't think it needs to go on and on. I think you just have to understand that we can do better as as a human race period end of end of discussion baylor last night they fall to oklahoma 84 to 73 and on the road the lady bears look they had they had some chances in this game but they just weren't able to get it done and you know just like the men's side that we talk about all the time women's not much different it's pretty competitive right now very as competitive. well it's very competitive right now keeping my eyes on it. I can tell you it. this, going to Norman, Oklahoma is no is no easy, <laughs> you know, uh-uh. it's, it's not an easy trip. I don't care, football, basketball, doesn't matter. Norman is a tough place to go into and win. It, it really is. And, you know, for the lady, excuse me, for the Baylor women, I, I, I still <laughs> I still slip back every now and then. I saw that. <laughs> I still slip back every now and then. But for the Baylor women, you know, that's a disappointing loss. You, but, again, in the Big 12, doesn't matter if the women's side or the men's side, you got to take care of your home floor. And Oklahoma was able to do that last night against a very good Baylor women basketball team. Texas, how about them getting the win? Number five continuing over Houston, 82-66. to Double overtime win for Iowa State over Kansas State, 96-93 to last night. And Oklahoma State takes down the Lady Raiders 60-50. to And Cincinnati uh, loses to Kansas 75-60 to last night. 
in women's Big 12 basketball. And look, we got a lot of basketball coming your way this weekend. We got baseball coming your way this weekend. We got softball coming your way this weekend. Four softball games starting tonight. We'll have that over on 101.3 FM. And then the Baylor baseball team in action from Globe Life Field. That's exciting. How nice is that? That's they get to play in the air them. conditioning. Mm-hmm. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, Aaron and Stretch and staff, is this the first baseball game played at Globe Life since the World Series? Yes, I would think so. I, I think it is. I think so. How about that for the Baylor Bears being able to be the the first game after a world championship played in that stadium you get to go in and say okay here we are right and a good matchup coming up this weekend we'll get into that a little bit later on in the show as well stretch kansas city decides eh, we just won a super bowl we're gonna celebrate san francisco loses the super bowl (laughs) and and they fire their defensive coordinator who was in the super bowl yeah how does that happen well, uh, you know, I'm guessing that Kyle Shanahan didn't think it was a fit. You, you, there was some rumblings coming out of there kind of when when San Francisco had that dip in the season. And, and you know, it really is. It's one of those things where when you let someone go, you almost think, is he letting him go so that he can go get another job? Is he letting him go because there's somebody else out there that he feels better about? But I'm going to say this, Ward, and I, I I truly believe this. The window on the 49ers is is shutting fast. When you give up, and we've talked about this, you give up those first-round picks to for Trey Lance, you give up those picks for McCaffrey, and you don't get it done, I mean, I'm saying there's more pressure there than what we know and I think Kyle Shanahan is starting to say, you know what, I'm not liking the feel for what what just happened. And even though we went to the Super Bowl, we're going to have to make some changes. And I think that's a that's a tough place. And I, you know, this it's a tough place as a coach to be in. I mean, getting fired after your team goes to the Super Bowl, it it makes you think. Holly, what what could we have done different? And so, I, I think Steve Wilkes is a heck of a football coach. He j he just evidently wasn't a fit with the direction and, and what Kyle Shanahan wanted to do with the 49ers. It just fascinates me that you get to the Super Bowl and you're that close to winning a World Championship, and you, you get shown the uh, the pathway to the door immediately after the Super Bowl is over. I I I don't I don't get it, and I think it has to be something to do with maybe personalities maybe it just didn't fit with those two guys maybe it just wasn't a it didn't click yeah it just wasn't the right feeling between those two guys i don't know i mean there's got to be something else there because look i the 49ers didn't play bad defense they ran into patrick mahomes and a lot of people ran into Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Give me a break on that. This is the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Steph will be back with us here in just a little bit. We'll get into this uh, this 49ers fiasco coming up a little bit more here in just a second as the Press Box continues right after this. 
Baylor, Big 12 Basketball on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears hit the road in Big 12 play, headed to Morgantown to take on West Virginia Saturday. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Pat Nunley and John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Hey, the all-new Volkswagen of Waco. We are the used car superstore. And right now we have probably the best selection between Dallas and Austin. Hey, look, it's not just Volkswagens. We've got them all. Fords and Chevys and Dodges, Toyotas, Hondas, Nissans, lots more. Bigger selection. Better prices and easy credit. You just pick it out. We'll find a way to work it out. Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenWaco.com. Hey, it's a better place. It's a better way to buy a car. The Big 12 Shootaround. Weekdays at 550 on ESPN Central Texas. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Gish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. QC Kinetics patient Robert Patterson, a veteran and business owner, struggled at work and in the gym with chronic agonizing shoulder pain. Those injuries just continue to nag, and if you don't treat them, they just get worse. And I just kind of abused my body for a long time, and it finally had said enough is enough. That's okay, because QC Kinetics tells your pain, hey, enough is enough. Their regenerative treatments bring you relief by helping restore and repair damaged tissue with no drugs, no downtime, and best of all, no surgery. I was able able to exceed the goals that I had previously attained in the gym, it was absolutely worth its weight in gold so I could continue to live life without limitation. Ready to get lasting relief from your joint pain? Call QC Kinetics to learn more about how natural biologic treatments can get you lasting results. Call now. It's a free consultation. 
Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. As we were talking going in to break that the 49ers dismissing their defensive coordinator who just helped them get to the Super Bowl and ran into one Patrick Mahomes. I mean, if you're Wilkes, what are you thinking right now, Stretch? Well, you're kind of probably trying to figure out you know, personality, it's got to be something more than what we saw on the field. We talked about that. So personality wise, you know, maybe he didn't, he didn't get along from a practice schedule wise. Maybe they didn't see eye to eye schematically. I think there's, we could sit here and go through every single scenario, uh, Ward, but you know, does Kyle Shanahan think they maybe need to be a 34 team? Does he need to change the scheme? Do they need to look at what they're doing from a secondary standpoint, it's hard for me to think about making a change that just that fast after you've gone to the Super Bowl. But something throughout the year, Ward, has, has I, I believe, has led to Kyle Shanahan saying, you know what, I've got to do, I, I'm not comfortable with what we're doing defensively, and I'm going to do something different. And I, I, I think they might could have won the dang thing, and he still would have fired him. I mean, I, it it just leads to uh, what I would say are just uh, maybe a difference in philosophy, difference in personality. That's the only thing I can think of, Ward. What does it say about the organization that Kyle Shanahan does have that ability to look at his staff and say, here's the direction I want to go? Because make no mistake about it, Mike McCarthy in Dallas does not have that opportunity. Well, I, I mean, you're, you're right. Uh, I do think that uh, Kyle and John Lynch probably together made the decision. I don't think uh, I don't think Kyle uh, has total autonomy, but. Um, when you look at how you're going to draft, what you want to do, and we talk about this all the time, are you going to draft for need? You're going to draft for who the best player on the board is. If you're going to make a defensive change, I'll give it to Kyle Shanahan. He just said, you know what, this is the change I'm going to make, and that's exactly what he did. He didn't waste any time. So something tells me, Ward, that was in the works. And think about what the Cowboys did. Uh, you know, Dan Quinn needed to take that job as as the head coach of the commanders. You don't get that many opportunities, but for him to leave like he did and then for it to kind of he kind of took, a you know, Joe Whip Jr. with him. He wanted to take some other guys with him. Jerry blocked him from doing that. And then when you look at the process of Rex Ryan, did they want Rex Ryan? Was it just something that was being thrown out there? Because we talked about Jerry, his familiarity with knowing that regardless of the direction, he Jerry wants to be familiar with those guys. And so we felt like, okay, it is a fit for Mike Zimmer. And then all of a sudden it wasn't a fit. Well, what went in there? Was it about the staff? 
Was it about having say in the staff? Was it about money? And that's what you wonder coming back to Steve Wilkes and what they did with the 49ers. Uh, was it a was it a financial thing? Was it something that Kyle felt like he could go get a better defensive fit for his personnel right now? And and, and then, you know, we, we talked about it. Do their personalities, did their personalities clash? When you get that many alpha males in a room, certainly per- personalities can clash big time. When you talk about Mike Zimmer and becoming the new D.C. of the Dallas Cowboys and having that familiar face in the building, I I don't know if it's good, if it's bad. We'll have to wait and see if it's good or bad. But do you still think that maybe Rex Ryan was posturing himself and there really wasn't as much to that as it appeared to be with him saying, hey, tap the brakes. I, I don't know that that position's filled yet. I'm still in the running. (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's like anything else. I mean, it's like anything else that's out there with social media. I mean, there's zero accountability for things. You could go out, you and I could say anything, and there is no accountability for, uh, you know, uh, what's being said. I, I did think, well, maybe there was something to it when Adam Schefter came out and said, hey, Monday – hang on here, this this isn't done yet. And then everybody says, well, that's Cowboys wanting to control the, the, the cycle of information that goes out. Uh, my gut feeling is if I had to bet on it, Ward, you know, Mike Zimmer is still being paid by the Minnesota Vikings because he was let go as the head coach there. I, I would guess that it had to do with the financial side of what, uh, Mike was expecting, and so maybe they did. Uh, maybe Rex's agent did come out and say, "Hey, wait, wait, tap the brakes. This isn't done yet," uh, because they're still discussing money. And guess, guess what? My client is not still under contract by any NFL team, so uh, we're 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 good to go right now, and we can be in the building in a in a two and a half hour flight. We can be ready to go. So, I mean, I think that was tossed out there, but ultimately. Uh, the Cowboys got it right hiring Mike Zimmer. He's He will get that defense uh, as structurally sound as they were under Dan Quinn, and I believe he'll be able to produce the productivity of the turnovers and taking the ball away like the Dan Quinn defense was able to do for the Cowboys. And, and uh, Zimmer will he, – he's a strong – again, he's a strong alpha male with a big personality – He'll be able to go in there and, I believe, pick right up where uh, Dan Quinn was as far as knowing uh, the personnel, understanding the scheme. And it's almost good that, that Mike took a year off and sat back and I'm sure studied a bunch of football. So he is ready to go. Uh, you know, I'm sure today they're in there watching cutting ups uh, and, 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 and discussing, you know, what they're going to do with the staff. When you – Talk about Mike Zimmer being a familiar face and and being around this organization for a long time, being a head coach and coming back as the defensive coordinator again. How much can he take from that head coaching experience and bring it into the star? Well, yeah, we grow every day as people. I mean, you your 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 life experiences you know, get better. And, and, and that's something that you have to, um, I believe, 
do professionally for your own professional growth is to continue to uh, see other things and see how other things are done. Uh, I do believe he'll, and, and there's some familiarity there with Mike McCarthy, with them both having coached in the NFC North. You know, you play each other twice every year. So there is a, a certain amount of familiarity uh, between Mike Zimmer and Mike McCarthy. But I, I think that uh, when you look at Zim and how he went about what he did, and I'm saying how he grew as a coach in the NFL from being a position coach, of the, or really he's a quality control coach of the Cowboys, then a defensive back coach, then a defensive coordinator, then he went to Cincinnati as the defensive coordinator, then the head coach. Those are the steps that you want to take. And so I think bringing that into the building and have another uh, voice that, or, or another set of eyes and ears on everything that's going on and understanding it from a head coach's uh, perspective is something that Mike McCarthy will be able to lean on, and hopefully he'll use that and lean on that in a, in a, in a positive way. He also said that he's not going to try to reinvent the wheel in Dallas. They were pretty good uh, coming off this season as well. I mean, do you, do you want your new D.C. to really say that, to say, hey, I'm just going to step in and, and kind of move these – pieces forward kind of where they are right now or do you want a guy that comes in with a little vinegar in him and says hey look i'm gonna reevaluate everything and we'll see how it comes out in the wash yeah i i mean zim's personality he's gonna do it his way he's just not saying that right now but i can promise you he will be ruffling a lot of feathers and and if you know him from uh which i was there with him for eight years i know how he is i know how competitive he is i also know that he's kind of keeping the right posture because Dan Quinn did a heck of a job with the Dallas Cowboys defense. Think about what the Cowboys were before Dan Quinn came in. I mean, Mike Nolan was the defensive coordinator, and they couldn't stop anybody. They were awful on that side of the ball. So, you know, respecting the job that Dan Quinn did coming in, taking over uh, what was a really, really bad uh, defense and being able to – uh, draft some people, obviously, that was, you know, whether it's Micah Parsons, whether it's the younger uh, Ikuwamu. I mean, they drafted some young guys on defense and then being able to put it together to get the turnovers, to get yourself to win the NFC East 12 and 5. We know what we know what Dan Quinn did. He did a heck of a job. Now, he, he didn't necessarily deal with attrition in the best way, losing the linebackers and not being able to stop the run. But I thought all in all, the Cowboys' defense was was really where they needed to be. And I believe you could have absolutely won uh, with that defense had you gotten farther or deeper in the playoffs. When you look at what the difference is going to be with this coaching staff and going into this offseason, I mean, does having Mike Zimmer in the building lend you to – I'm always the one that says, hey, you take the best player on the board, no matter who that is. Uh, and maybe that's wrong. I don't know. But now did they start leaning toward the defensive side of things and say, look, we've got, we've got to find – the best linebacker on the board or the best two linebackers on the board and we've got to find a way to get those guys in the building because of the defense that Mike Zimmer wants to run. 
Well, I mean, he's a, he's a good evaluator, too. I mean, that's part of the process. Let's be honest. Got to be able to wear, when you are a coordinator, you got to wear multiple hats. You got to be ready to say, hey, I'm, not only am I calling this defense, here's how we're going to install it. Here's how we're going to put this thing together. Here are the assistant coaches that I know understand my verbiage, uh, be able to coordinate that, get it all on the same page. But also, Mike, he's done a good job. If you look at his track record, especially with the Vikings, where he had a lot of the say in what they were doing from a personnel standpoint, Ward, he did a dang good job of, of drafting players. And you look at you look at that Minnesota team right now, I mean, that is a good football team with dynamic football players and guys that can go get it done. So I, I think having that in the building, being able to lean on that and, and understanding his eye for talent is going to be good too. I, I think it's going to be exciting. I, I don't know that it, it's going to – completely flip everything but we'll see i mean i i get it i still think that mike mccarthy's in a dangerous situation i i'm not real sure that he's comfortable in his seat right now make no mistake about that well no he can't he can't be he can't be but i'll say this you have to be able to bet on yourself you got to be able to say if anybody can do it i can do it and so i do respect Mike McCarthy for saying, you know what, I can get this done. I'll get the job. I'll go in here and coach on a one-year deal, and 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 we'll be better and and, and a better football team. And uh, you know, I I just think when you look at the overall scheme too of what um, they're trying to do, I, I'm saying what Jerry's thinking here is is I'm not going to extend a guy when I feel like we fell short from what we needed to do as far as getting ourselves to the NFC championship game, which I think it would have took to really, uh, you know, get McCarthy in a different position or think about extending his contract. But Jerry's just saying, hey, fellas, that's not good enough, and here's where we're at. And you know what? I'm not extending anybody. I'm going to I'm gonna let you coach on your, on your last year. And if you're Mike McCarthy, if you can't bet on yourself, who can you bet on? So uh, I, I don't have a problem with where the Cowboys are right now. Now – we start talking about the quarterback and and the quarterbacks coming out in this draft and all those other things we can get to later on in the show but i'm i'm telling you uh when it comes to mike mccarthy i think jerry did the right thing let him coach on the last year i think he did the right thing in hiring mike zimmer as a head coach i'm sorry as a defensive coordinator who had past head coaching experience and i think right now uh, where the Cowboys are is in decent shape. Now they got to go draft good, and they've got to go put some better pieces in place for Mike Zimmer so that he can have that ability to do what he does, which is, you know, A blitz those linebackers, double A blitz, cause some havoc uh, and wreak some havoc on the defensive side. It'll be interesting to see how it all washes out. And for the PGA Tour – have you seen where Tiger Woods is in his first start since the Masters last year at the the Invitational and just an up-and-down birdie on hole number one for Tiger Woods? And are you surprised that you have Tiger Woods in a golf tournament and all of a sudden that golf tournament is in everybody's eyes? 
<laughs> no, 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 I'm not. I, I am glad Tiger Woods is back. I'm glad that I, I think it, I, I think it makes for better watching on Sunday. I think that his, I, hey, he's been through the ringer with his personal life, and I don't agree with how he handled some of his personal, uh, you know, some of his personal life. But make no mistake about it, he can flat hit the golf ball, and he is good for the PGA Tour. He's good for golf and, and everything about Tiger Woods, other than. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, off the uh, his off the course behavior, which has gotten better. I, I, I think uh, we could sit here and talk for days about. But he is good for golf. He's good for sports. He really is. I mean, he he's a great story. Uh, young man that you know went to Stanford and did all he could accomplish. I, I think he's he's good for the tour, and he is good for. A feel-good story right now, and still a guy that keeps coming back. I mean, he's had knee injuries. He had that wreck. He, had, you know, his back was out. I mean, it's it's phenomenal uh, what what and how he's pieced himself back together. I, I'll I'll dang sure be rooting on him this week for sure. You know, they there've been some people that said you know Tiger Woods is not moving the needle anymore uh, in the game of golf, and I have to disagree with that because. Even if you look at the people in Vegas, I mean, now that Tiger Woods is playing in this tournament, well, it, it's been a increase in ticket sales. It's been an increase in betting, and that's not coincidental. No, sure not. that's exactly right. It's not coincidental. And there'll be an, a huge increase in the TV number. I can't wait till that comes out next week and we can see. And I, everybody watched the Phoenix Open because the, uh, of, you know, that kind of that environment. And, and, and that was fun last week to watch that. He'll blow it out of the water this week, especially if he makes the cut for the weekend. Uh, yeah, good, good story. And I'm, I'm glad he's back for sure, Ward. Well, I, you know, does he make the cut? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll be rooting on him. I can tell you that. I'll be rooting on him to make the cut. Absolutely. I, I don't know if he makes a cut or not. I mean, he's a, we, we know what he can do. And, and first, but the first golf tournament out after he's been off this long, if he does make the cut, uh, that, that, I mean that that to me that takes it to a whole nother level. Much less winning for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, that's no doubt about it. Right now he's tied for twenty six, even through four holes uh, at the uh, Invitational. the The leader right now is Hoffman, Charlie Hoffman. He's four under through eleven holes, uh, and then Glover is four under, uh, tied for first. Also tied for first is Hovland and Hauser. And Canty, uh, they're all at four under right now. By the way, if you're looking for Jordan Spieth, he's tied for fourth at three under through five holes. So Jordan Spieth sitting on fire right now. Yeah, he's he. I, I, I like you know what I like is hearing the names that I recognize. You know what I'm saying? Victor Hovland, Jordan Spieth, Tiger Woods, Cantlay. I love hearing those names. I, you know, 
we could get in a discussion about live golf. Did live golf, uh, have they done what's right? And have they, sure, they've stolen some players from the PGA tour and you can't, you can't take away from guys who are, you know, who, who are wanting to play f- and playing for the almighty dollar and, and whether it's a team format or whatever they do with live golf. But still, I like the PGA, Professional Golfers Association of America. I'm, a, I'm, I'm I love those guys who have kind of stuck around and said, you know what, we're going to play on this tour and we're going to make this tour go. And I love it when you get those names that we all recognize at the top of that leaderboard. It makes It makes you feel better flipping it on the Golf Channel than it normally does, Ward. When you look at it, though, Stretch, I mean, should should the PGA kind of lean toward what Liv did and, and help their members out as well? I mean, look, we're paying college athletes now. Why should we not be paying professional golfers to to play on a tour? I, I don't have any problem with the setup. What what I what I don't like is that I'm not a fan of that team format. Right. I, I like I like you know I'm I'm a traditionalist. I yeah. I like a golfer that you know he and his caddy they 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 go out and go at it. Never mind. Hey, you hit. You hit your driver, I'll hit my eight iron in here. You hit the first putt, and I'll sink the birdie. Now, the hell with that. It's it, you know, you, you, it's a traditional side of golf. So uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm showing my age, which I do daily on this show. Uh, <laughs> sixty one, by the way, but I don't feel sixty one, Ward. <laughs> oh, Glenn. All right. <laughs> I just think you know. Look, if we're going to yeah, pay college exactly. athletes, just. Let's let's get the PGA back to the PGA and say, okay, if you'll come play this tournament, you get this much, and then you could still win the the prize money and everything else. I I don't have a problem with it. I mean, if if we're gonna go overboard, well then hell, let's go all overboard. <laughs> Let's hop, skip, jump, and hit, hit it right off the front bow of the boat. I got it. I yeah. I mean, if you want to pay, I got no problem paying appearance fees, giving guys appearance fees to come play in golf tournaments. I I just don't like. Again, it's the team format that, right. I, that I'm not. No, I, and I agree with that 100. percent I think, I think every, yeah, I think every once in a while, if you want to. You know, if you want to do something different, like that Stableford system of scoring that they use in Lake Tahoe, or or you want you want to you want to give it a little different wrinkle. But uh, I mean, overall, as the year progresses, I mean, I don't want to see. I, I want to see. Look up at the leaderboard at the Masters, and I don't want to see three or four guys. I want to see a guy who's leading the tournament. That that's that's just my. Uh, again, that's just the traditional side of stretch and. And, and, and what I like about sports, which is, you know what, I, I like that mono mono feel. Yeah, I do too. I agree 100%. Well, we'll see how Tiger does as he is uh, on the course right now and through four holes still sitting at even. And hopefully he can make it to Sunday. And if he does, well, the viewership, as Stretch just pointed out, is going to go astronomical for the Genesis invitational because he he moves the needle i don't care what anybody says yes tiger woods still moves the needle and 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 we got a little sunny weather all that weather's out of la 
back at Riviera Country Club. Yeah, I mean, it, there, there's a lot of I, – I promise you, I'll, I'll cut it on Sunday w- with uh, no NFL football and, and, and opposite of uh, – uh, guppy troops kid bowling yeah I'll, I'll watch golf give me the golf well and don't forget you've you've got the nba all-star game coming up this weekend as well we'll get into that here in just a little bit get stretches feelings on the nba all-star game and look this was my least favorite all-star game of all the three major sports it's not anymore we'll have that for you coming up but next she's back Baylor Baseball returns February 16th, opening the new season in the Shriners Children's College Showdown. The Bears open their challenging schedule, taking on Nebraska, Oregon, and Tennessee in the three-day tournament at Globe Life Field in Arlington. This season, join Derek Smith and Tom Barfield for all the play-by-play of Baylor Bear Baseball. And it all begins February 16th, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Paparola's Pizza, Waco's oldest family-owned pizzeria, with two locations to serve you better, Valley Mills Drive and Hewitt Drive. Come down in for a unique experience or use their convenient drive-thru on the way home. Order online at paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. That's paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. Paparolos, voted the best pizza in Waco. Are you sick and tired of those achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery. You need to call QC Kinetics today. It is Matt Mosley. I know what it's like to have neck pain. The state of healthcare is always changing. The old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. This is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility. Reclaim your independence. Walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100-2540. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey, Central Texas, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine. Open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. 
Savings out stock number 141. Stay two. Restrictions apply. See dealer details. It's Richard Carr's 25th anniversary sale. Work hard and play hard in a GMC Sierra from Richard Carr. Sierra is the truck for those who demand the best. During Richard Carr's 25th anniversary sale, save 10000 on a 2024 GMC Sierra. Plus, qualified buyers get 1.9% financing for 72 months and no payments for 90 days on select Sierras in stock. Call now, get here now, or log on now and get big anniversary savings on your new GMC Sierra today. Richard Carr. They have the truck for you. Steve Myatt, a Stiefel Financial Advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel Financial Advisors like Steve Myatt have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Myatt at 254-399-7450 to schedule an appointment or stop by Stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6, Stiefel, Nicholas and Company Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSC. Time now for Stephanie Sports Talk, a look at sports through the eyes of Stephanie, as only she could do with the Googles. Presented by Advanced Leveling House and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, Mosby's Land Management, Stiefel Investments, Volkswagen of Waco. She's back. Right on Bell to this microphone. Please don't. <laughs> oh, what a lady. <laughs> you going to be okay? Uh, yeah, I think so. Mm. If I pass out and fall on the ground, yeah, I'll we'll Scott. Move you out of the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So, a lot going on in the sports world. A lot going on. Yes. So, that oh, time of year. I know. But I wanted to bring you some fun facts. Okay. That I found on the Googles. All right. You all probably knew this. You both probably know this, but it would make sense because I have the same last name, but I didn't know this. Okay. Former 49er quarterback Steve Young mm-hmm. is the great, great, great grandson of Brigham Young. Really? I didn't know that. I did not know that either. That's... Aaron, did you know that? Did you know that? I did not. I did not. There you go. Fun fact. Little knowledge for you today, boys. All right. This one cracks me up, but it's not funny. Former Chicago Bull, Scottie Pippen, blew through $120 million. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. I think he's like bankrupt broke. Really? I don't know. I mean, he might be working three jobs right now. I don't know. But how wow. do you go through $120 million? You know, unfortunately, there's a lot of athletes out there. They do that. That This is not a uncommon theme that they get all that money front-loaded and just have nobody to push them in the right direction and give them the opportunity to invest or save save or whatever the situation may be they just blow through it and all of a sudden you look up and they're not getting those game checks anymore and uh uh-oh i have no more money can't pay the mortgage can't i think that pay the anything i know i think these teams honestly they should go through a course (laughs) players should go through a course saying you know you're coming into all this money you've got relatives are going to come out of the closet wanting to be part of your life and money and and Childhood friends and everything All else. Of it. You get bombarded. All of it. And look, there is there is financial advisors with every professional sport. Right. 
but that doesn't mean that they adhere to it or listen to it or do anything about it. And I don't know if they still do. I'm pretty sure they do. The NFL uh, has, and I think the NBA has a mandatory something you for, have, for, you, for a financial you, class or something for rookies. That they, yes, you that have they to have go to through. attend. Yeah. But Which, that doesn't uh, mean smart. they try. I mean, you can only do so much. You, you can only do they so much. They make an effort. They they do make an effort them. because try to give them an opportunity to not do it. But it yeah. it doesn't mean it's not gonna it's gonna take. What's right? that? What's that saying? You can't teach a horse to walk, but you can teach it to drink water. What's it called? What was it? You can't. <laughs> you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. That's what it is. Teach a horse to walk? What the hell? I, I, I was somewhere in the ball game. No, you weren't. Aaron's, <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> okay, well, I was close. Hey, not really. Okay, well, in my head. In your head, you were probably was, really close. I know. <laughs> okay. In 1980. Teach a horse to walk, but you can't make him, but you can't teach him to drink. What the hell? I don't know. I knew it was something about water and walking. Yeah. <sighs> You can lead a horse to water, but okay, you can't lead. make him lead. Drink. Okay. Well, lead, walk, lead. It's close. Uh, Anyways, not okay. Really, but okay. This one, uh, the average lifespan of an MLB baseball is five to seven pitches. Really? The baseball, five to seven pitches. Think about it. If you're being thrown really fast and hard and you're going into a leather glove, you're probably getting like the ball's getting all messed up. Well, it's not really because of that. It's more of the dirt. Maybe getting scuffed on the dirt mm-hmm. or the pitch being thrown in the dirt and getting scuffed. They'll throw those balls out. Uh, a foul ball uh, every, you know, three or four pitches. Me may have a foul ball that goes into the bleachers. So I'm being catches think, it. Yeah. yeah it, it has nothing to do with the velocity of it going into the glove. The velo- that's a big word. Does that mean speed? Yes. Okay. Oh, I paid attention in class. <laughs> okay, Olympics are coming up, right? I did not know this, but I think somebody with common sense would probably realize it. Uh, the Olympic rings that cover the flag, the mm-hmm. Olympic flag, mm-hmm. yellow, green, red, black, and blue. Yes. They were selected because at least one of those five colors appears in every flag in the world. Really? I didn't know the. Uh, it makes sense though, right? Well, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know the reasoning for those colors, but that's that's, that's cool to cool. know. Yeah. yeah. All right. In 1986, Danny Heap became the first player in a World Series to be a designator hitter. Designated. He, yeah, designated hitter. <laughs> DH. His initials are DH. That's cool. So you, you think that has something to coincide with each other? Well, yeah. No, it doesn't. I just think okay. Well, he's a it's he went a, in as a, a DH, and his initials are DH. Okay, yeah, that's, that's cool. That is cool. I think but that's cool. They didn't name it DH because of his name. No, I know that. I okay. wasn't saying that. I was just saying that the position shortened DH, mm-hmm. and his initials are DH. To me, that's cool. So he was the very first designated hitter in Major League Baseball in World Series. In a World Series. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think it's cool. What year was that? 1986. We didn't have a designated hitter in the World Series until 1986? According to the Googles. How about that? I did not realize that. I ah, thought it would have been. You learned something from me today. I, I did. Take that. All right, moving on. Since 1962, the Maryland State sport was jousting 
in 2000, in 2004, this state sport was named lacrosse. Okay. I didn't know that jousting and lacrosse were the same thing. I thought jousting was the sword thing. I, I did. I, well, it's not really a sword. What is it? A it's, stick? It's more like a spear, isn't it? It's a stick. Aaron? Jousting? More like a spear, not a sword? Yeah, yeah. It's a very, yeah, it's very like long a, yeah. lance. I've seen it like in like, I don't know, maybe. And you, you do that on horseback. And lacrosse is not on horseback. No, that's you're on your feet. That's right. <laughs> I think. Anyway, lacrosse played, came. I think Cameron played lacrosse. Really? Yeah. To ask him. I don't know a whole lot about lacrosse, personally. Wow. I've okay. seen it. Yeah. I but it's kind of like me watching hockey. I I can watch it. From but I don't watch. Know, but no, I don't, don't understand it. You don't know all the rules and. No. Yeah. No. All right, live pigeon shooting. <laughs> Well, that's cruel. Well, I'm just was an Olympic event in the 1900s. Come on now. In the 1900 Summer Games in Paris, live pigeon shooting. Hundreds of pigeons were report, reportedly released and then shot. So over 400 of them, or maybe it was 4,000, they died. So then, then all these animal activists said, okay, this is wrong. We can't do this. So then, guess what? It went to skeet shooting. Okay. Makes sense. That's where skeet shooting came from because... That now they, is that why they're called clay pigeons? Possibly. You would think, right? You would think pigeon, clay pigeon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a little bit cruel because yeah. you can't do anything. I mean, I don't, I don't think you eat pigeons. Somebody might. Yeah, you can eat a pigeon. Aaron's family probably does. They eat squirrel. <laughs> pigeons are rats with wings. <laughs> what are squirrels? Rats with tails. Beautiful, majestic, tasty little creatures. <laughs> <laughs> with ketchup on them. <laughs> Gross. All right. <laughs> Tug of war was an Olympic event from 1900 to 19. I didn't know that. Did not know that. I wonder why they took it out. People were getting hurt. Uh, I I doubt it. Maybe because it was just not as um, popular. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but it still takes a lot of strength to pull on a rope. It does. And you got to depend on your other players to help, too. I, so I mean. It's a team sport. It is a team sport. We should try it. You mean us put together a tug-of-war team? In this building. I know who I want on my team. Okay. All right. Who so, would that be? Well. You're not going to say? Depends on who's listening. <laughs> <laughs> we could do it right out there. <laughs> All right. Okay. Did you know that only six of all the World Cups that have been that have been won, um, they've been won by the host country. Six of all the World Cups have been won by the host country. Six out of how many? However many there is. <laughs> <laughs> Google's didn't tell you that. I didn't look that up. I just saw that. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I don't know how many World Cups there has been. Do you either. know, Aaron, how many World Cups there have been? No clue. Well, I mean, it's the biggest sport in the world. Wait a minute. So, I mean, it's maybe... There have been 21 World Cups. World Cups. Huh. Okay, well, six out of 21. There you go. Brazil is the only team to have played in every tournament. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I right. can see that. But mm-hmm. I thought England would be up there, too, but... 
Probably are. That only showed you Brazil. Well, it just that's what it said after it. They're the only team that has played in every World Cup, all 21. That's interesting. All right, and my last thing for the day is, in 1959, mm-hmm. NFL Commissioner Burt Bell right. died from a heart attack while watching a team score a touchdown in the NFL game. Well, that's kind of... Depressing, but he got so excited, yeah, why I did, guess. <laughs> why did you want to... It was just, I don't know, I thought it was interesting. He, in other words, you, you know... You couldn't have started with that? You had to end with a downer? Not a downer. It kind of is. It's just not a downer. <laughs> I mean... I didn't know the guy. I, well, I'm sure his friends and family would disagree with you that that wasn't bringing the room down. <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, I, I get it. Well, I didn't mean to bring the room down. I was just like, that's an interesting fact that I want to share. <sighs> now, who are the two teams? Well, I didn't get that far. Well, shocking. Probably like Green Bay or something. <laughs> or like something. Green Bay or something. <laughs> something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mentioned earlier that today is Single Awareness Day. Yes. So all of y'all that are single, go be single. <laughs> go be single. So does that mean you take yourself out to dinner tonight? You could. Or do whatever you want. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I do every night. (laughs) (laughs) See, you don't have anybody to tell you what to do. (laughs) There you go. That's Stephanie's Sports Talk for your fabulous, what's today, Thursday? Thirsty Thursday. Oh, that's right. So Tomorrow's Friday. Tomorrow is Friday. Did your eyes just light up a little? Totally. (laughs) (laughs) Which means we're one day closer to... Just another day. That's what we are around here. Around here. Yes, definitely. <laughs> but one day just closer to just another day. We're just one day closer to high school football. We are. That's how I look at it. How many days away? That's your next assignment. I want to know how many days away are we from kickoff? Less than 364. Well, we were there after the day that after means the I state have championship. To <laughs> Good grief. I'll All let right. you know. All right. Y'all. Thanks, Steph. Okay, bye. Don't forget Q Myers coming up in the uh, next hour. We'll have him for you as we go over the uh, Super Bowl and the NFL getting closer to the draft. But coming up next, what's your favorite all-star game? That's next on the Press Box. Baylor women's basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women home in the Farrell Center Sunday hosting Texas Tech. 2.30 for the countdown to tip off. It's a 3 p.m. tip off Sunday for Baylor Tech women's basketball. Join Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. The next time you need service on your garage door, do yourself a favor and call Precision Garage Door Service. Veteran-owned and operated, Precision Garage Door Service services all brands. They offer same-day service with professionally trained technicians arriving with fully stocked trucks. All calls are answered by a live operator 24-7. All major cards are accepted and financing is available. Serving all of Central Texas, Precision Garage Door Service. You can book your appointment online or call 254-522-9657. Learn more at precisiondoorcentraltx.com. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. 
family owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. Announcing the $12 lunch menu Tuesday through Friday at the Brazos Landing. This menu is the most diverse in town. No matter what you're craving, it's a good bet. The Brazos Landing has an entree to satisfy your appetite. Check out the one-of-a-kind 8-ounce Akaushi burger or the 6-ounce Akaushi ribeye chicken fried steak. Their chili relleno is famous, and if seafood is on your mind, try the shrimp or crawfish etouffee. Where I-35 and the Brazos River meet, the Brazos Landing, Waco. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Hey, right now the all-new Volkswagen of Waco. We're holding a February all-out sellout. That means we're out to set an all-time sales record, so you can expect huge selection of brand-new Volkswagens, big discounts, easy credit, top dollar for trades. Look, it's car buying, simple, easy, and fun. We're the hometown guys, Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenofWaco.com. The best price, the best place, yeah, the best way to buy a car. Are you sick and tired of those achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery. You need to call QC Kinetics today. It is Matt Mosley. I know what it's like to have neck pain. The state of healthcare is always changing. The old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. This is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility. Reclaim your independence. Walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call 254-415-4100-254-415-4100. QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Your home for the world champion Texas Rangers, ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to the Press Box, hour number two here on this Thirsty Thursday. Worldwide's Glenn Strat Smith along with you as we look at All-Star Game. Stretch, for a long time, the NBA All-Star Game was my least favorite of the three sports. Just could not watch it. Didn't have any intention of watching it. I didn't mind the three-point contest and some of the other things that went along with it. Uh, And the rookie game was okay. But the actual All-Star game, and I've been to the All-Star game a couple of times, just it's it turned into, well, no defense whatsoever. And when somebody beats somebody 186 to 178, 
It's just not a whole lot of fun to watch for me. I, I, I want to see the game of basketball played the way the game of basketball is supposed to be played. And so for a long time, the NBA was just on the back burner, didn't really care to see it. My thoughts have changed after the NFL has adapted underwear football for their all-star game. And I get it. They don't want to get hurt in the last real football game that they played. Nobody was getting tackled or anything else. And so they changed the rules. But now the NFL to me, and you've coached in the NFL, but to me, the NFL's all-star game is the least favorite, and it's a joke. Let me ask you, when you say the three, and I know the three sports you're talking about, uh, and I'm just going to see if I can tickle your fancy a little bit. Does the hockey uh, all-star game interest you where they've got to, you know, they drill that puck, they sh- they sh- set those plates up in different parts of the right. net. D- d- does does that kind of get you your juices flowing a little bit? A little bit, maybe. I'll, I'll watch a little bit of hockey, but I don't watch a whole lot of hockey, to be honest, and, you know, I don't have any bones about saying it because I just don't understand the game enough to pay attention to know what the heck is going on. That's on me. That's not on anybody else but myself. I just, you know, I hear blue line and all this and all signs, and I have no idea what they're talking about. And so I just kind of check out on that a little bit. But, yeah, if you want to mix them in there, then the NFL will be behind them as well. Well, and and, and so I I had a two-part question. I wanted to ask that and get your feel. Do you like what Major League Baseball has done in the fact that they they give it a reason to go play and that you get home field advantage in the World Series. Does that does that trigger your fancy to say, you know, tonight I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna watch six or seven innings of this MLB All Star game. I'll watch the entire baseball All Star game. It's the best out there by far. Not even anybody close to them. It has always been the best. the The thing about the home field advantage, they stopped doing that. And so I'm okay with that because every time the Rangers got to the playoffs or the World Series until this year, they just happened in the American League. Those are the only two years in forever that the American League lost the All-Star game. The only thing that I would say about the baseball All-Star game that I would like to see changed is I would like to see them wear their team colors. Go back to wearing your uniform so you know where everybody's from. I don't need these fancy jerseys, and I don't need the new hat and everything else. I want to see them back in their team colors, and that way you know who is out there and who they're for. It Get off my lawn, kid. I say that a lot, but I'm a traditionalist, and I just like that better. I've talked to some former major leaguers. They like that idea better, but I get it. It's all about money. They're trying to sell those all-star jerseys, so – we're not going to be able to see them go back to their normal colors. But it yeah. is the best game out there. Yeah, I, I just think they made it relevant again by giving it that home field advantage. I, I think it became, you know, with the home run derby, with we got out of the steroid era of baseball and we got out of Conseco uh, 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 having, having a cranium forehead and uh, Sosa, you know, with the things that bonds. I think baseball needed that kind of that feel good to get there. I agree with you. I think it's by far the best and most entertaining mm-hmm. uh product to watch. Uh I think I think the I, I think the NFL I, I don't have 
I've thought of a lot of different imaginative ways that you could. I just don't think there's anything you can no, do in the NFL. I, I agree with it being such a contact situation, and then basketball. It's just it, you know, it's kind of like watching uh, the Globetrotters. You know that that that's it really the feel is. I get. It, it is like watching the Globetrotters, and there's no defense being played. They don't care to play defense, uh, and you're just going up and down the court and. I, I get it. It is what it is. It's not going to change. They're going to continue to do that because they get the bonus money and everything else. Do you, do you feel like what could you do in the NFL? Because I I think that this flag football is a failure. It's gotten worse. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I to think me, it has. To me, that's worse uh, than than what we used to see. Um, I, I don't know. I, I I really don't know. You know, we, I remember when. Uh, Robert Edwards was a heck of a back at Georgia, mm-hmm. and they played. He he got into the NFL, and they played some sort of something on the sand on the beach over there in Hawaii. Tore his knee up, right? And I mean, changed the entire trajectory of his career. I don't know how or what you do from a football standpoint. What I do know is all every every NFL agent that's out there. He jockeys his client from a monetary standpoint to say, boy, if you make the Pro Bowl, you get X. And to me, there is something to be said for making the Pro Bowl. Um, The game itself, though, I I just don't know what you could do to make it any more relevant especially now that they've gone to a 17 game NFL schedule which right. who knows when they're going to when they're going to pick that up i mean who well, who really knows so we're not far away from 18 games i don't think and that's what they play i believe that's what they play right now up in canada so mm-hmm. it's like and they got it wrong and and that side of the border anyway but the point i'm making is when you when you consider how injuries are such a big part of the game i just don't know what you can do with the pro bowl to, to spice it up anymore and obviously they tried with the manning brothers and they, they tried to give it everything they could and it's still amazing they got sixty thousand people in camping world stadium to watch a bunch of guys in gilligan's island hats mm-hmm. and earrings throw it around and like you said play touch football i i just i don't i don't know that there's an answer and maybe the answer is you just don't have it. You still get the Pro Bowl accolades, but you just don't have the game. And I I don't know. I, I haven't talked to any of the players about maybe they do enjoy that. Maybe it is an escape for them. For me, entertainment-wise, watching the game, it just doesn't it doesn't push my needle at all. I tell you what it used to do was an opportunity to go to Hawaii in February and the last I checked Pretty nice. Pretty nice in Honolulu in February when you can go over there and, uh, you know, get away from the weather. I, you know, and it was a, it was a t- place that guys used to take their families and do all that. So, I, and now they've taken that out of it. So, I I don't know. I think that's – I think the, the Pro Bowl, I, I think they're at, a, they're at a real what I would consider hurdle, and I, I, I don't know how you get over it. I don't either. I think it's going to be interesting to see how it moves forward. It, let me ask you this. I mean, back in the day when players were going over to Hawaii and not even that far back, let's let's go back to the 80s, maybe even the 90s when they were going over there, 
we didn't see just a ton of injuries, and they played the game the way it was supposed to be played, right? Well, yes, but I think you know, like I know, the that football player is a different animal today. He is a more physical. He is a faster. He is a bigger. Uh, the game has progressed so much right. more from a – lifting standpoint and from how guys train in the off season, you know, I, I, I live in Alito and I, I mean, I see Pat Mahomes train all the time with this quarterback guy and they, they, they train at APEC up there at the game ons. But I mean, they do all of that thoracic training and so much specifically designed around strengthening the core for a quarterback in a lot the same way that they do that with the baseball player. They strengthen the core with Major League Baseball players and do those kind of things. But, you know, everybody has their own lifting program. And and so you're just just getting a bigger, you know, nutritionally. We know tons more about nutrition today than than we've ever known. So I think when you you think about the direction of – the player and how they're going, you add another game in the regular season. I, I just think it's it's too much stress on the human body to expect them to go and play one more time in, in an all star format. I I couldn't agree more. I I think it's it's a it's a different way of doing things. The other thing is, it, it that's got to be the reason why the life expectancy on the average NFL player has drastically reduced because I get that they train more, but they're also – so is that guy on the other side of the line of scrimmage and your body's just taking an absolute beating now. I don't care how much you train. You've only got so many licks in you. I don't I don't care if you're Tiger Woods. He can't overcome a, a, a car wreck. I mean, he you know, you've only got so many really punishing hits in you and so I, I don't care how much you I don't care how much you train. There's only so much that that the human body can take. And you know, to think about Tom Brady playing the length of time he wow. played gives you a whole nother a whole nother respect level uh, for him. To think about what Emmett Smith did and chasing mm-hmm. down uh, Walter Payton's rushing record, I, I don't know that that'll ever be broke. I really don't. With the game changing the way it is. I don't know that anybody will ever catch uh, Emmett Smith from a from a yardage standpoint. So the game has changed. The whole process of how we look at football it, it, it it's it's changing all the time. And then you know, obviously they don't have the steroid issue anymore. But who know who knows? There's something out there that, that that's helping these guys get stronger. You know that just like I do. Absolutely, there's no doubt about it. All right, coming up next, Q Myers. He'll join us. We'll talk Super Bowl. We'll talk NFL as Q joins us next in the press box. Come join us live from Rudy's this Thursday for the Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday as we talk golf with women's golf coach Jay Goble and men's golf coach Mike McGraw. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Thursday from 6 till 7 p.m. is with John Morris, here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Hey, right now at the all-new Volkswagen of Waco, we're holding a February all-out sellout. 
That means we're outstanding all-time sales records, so you can expect huge selection of brand-new Volkswagens, big discounts, easy credit, top dollar for trades. Look, it's car buying, simple, easy, and fun. We're the hometown guys, Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenofWaco.com. The best price, the best place, yeah, the best way to buy a car. Paparola's Pizza, Waco's oldest family-owned pizzeria, with two locations to serve you better, Valley Mills Drive and Hewitt Drive. Come down in for a unique experience or use their convenient drive-thru on the way home. Order online at paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. That's paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. Paparolos, voted the best pizza in Waco. Steve Myatt, a Stiefel Financial Advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel Financial Advisors like Steve Myatt have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Myatt at 254-399-7450 to schedule an appointment or stop by Stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6, Stiefel, Nicholas and Company Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSC. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Are you sick and tired of those achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery. You need to call QC Kinetics today. It is Matt Mosley. I know what it's like to have neck pain. The state of healthcare is always changing. The old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. This is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility. Reclaim your independence. Walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your 
your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-659-7540. It's a calling that's kept us free. It's a place to belong. What's the calling? Being a member of the Air Force Reserve. It's doing a job that makes a difference. Serving your community and your country. It's part-time service where the impact is full-time. And the experience, education, and other benefits you receive can enhance your civilian career and your life. What's your calling? Air Force Reserve. To find out about local job opportunities with the Air Force Reserve at Joint Base San Antonio Lackland or Naval Air Station Joint Reserve Base Fort Worth, call 800-257-1212 or go to afreserve.com. Sponsored by the Air Force Reserve and aired in cooperation with the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Time now to visit with Q Meyer some game night. Weeknights on ESPN Radio. And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Joining us now, you know him as your boy Q, Q Myers from Game Night right here on ESPN. Weeknights, Monday through Friday. And Q, how are we doing on this thirsty Thursday? Man, I'll tell you what, after uh, having Super Bowl week here in Las Vegas, I need all the thirsty Thursdays I can get <laughs> to recover, man. I'm telling you, that was hell on wheels, brother, but it was fun, man. It was exciting. I'm glad it's over with, but I'm also glad for the experience. So, yeah, man, it, it's all good. What was it like to have the Super Bowl right there? I mean, we've been able to have it at AT&T Stadium in our backyard before, but having it right there in your backyard and being on top of everything that you're always on top of, what was that experience like for you? It was great, man. It really was, but it was also more than I expected because it is right there in my backyard. It is right here where I'm at every single day, and so there was so many more responsibilities than I had even prepared for, right? I mean, I knew, okay, I'm going to do the radio show every day. I know I'm going to be you know, chasing guests every day, and it's going to be a long day, but I didn't realize that and this is shame on me for not realizing it, but okay, there's going to be an event across town at you know Dick Sporting Goods that they're going to want <laughs> you to be at, or there's going to be an event like Live Golf is was here, you know, so they wanted the radio station to be there, and then there's a watch party going on, and they want you to be here. It's like I thought the work week was going to be over on Friday when I signed off, but no, I had you know I had multiple events I had to do on Saturday, had a watch party event that I had to do on Sunday, which <laughs> I enjoy it all. But it was like, when are you going to get a chance to breathe and actually, you know, just kind of get your, you know, recover and rest and everything. So it really hasn't, it slowed down just a little bit. I actually took the last couple nights off of game night just to get a little bit of, uh, you know, R&R, a little breath and, and re relax a little bit. But man, it's, it's, it's been, it was a whirlwind. So it was more than I expected, but it was great. You're saying you, you had to take a few days off to get off the radio and now we're, we're, we're aggravating you at one o'clock to get, to get back on here in Texas time. 
<laughs> oh, I mean, you know me, though, Stretch. I can't help myself. I love radio. It's funny. I was off a of game night last night, but because of the Warriors conversation with them trying to go and get LeBron, I, I told the producers, I was like, hey, man, I got to be on. I got to be on. You got to put me on for at least a segment. <laughs> Gee, that and shocks like, me. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I thought today was your day off. And I said, it is. But I insist on my own show that I got to be a guest because this is important. I want to talk about it. So I can't help myself. You guys know that. Q Myers host a game night with us here on ESPN Central Texas. And let's talk about the game a little bit. And KC gets the win over San Francisco. And it's because of... Patrick Mahomes and what he was able to do in that fourth quarter of that football game and the overtime. Any surprise to you that he was able to do that? No, no, not at all, right? I mean, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. And if you allow him to hang around, he's going to burn you. And that's exactly what happened. And, you know, the 49ers, they they kicked too many field goals. They, They put up three instead of put up six. And you can't do that. I mean, I think that they had the better team. I think they actually played better, you know, throughout the course of the game. But Patrick Mahomes is going to keep Kansas City around, keep them around, and then when push comes to shove, he's going to make plays happen. And he makes it happen with his arm. He makes it happen with his legs. And he's he's just that stinking good. And that's why he's now a three-time Super Bowl champion. He's a three-time Super Bowl MVP. And he's still a young dude. So who knows when it's going to slow down. But, yeah, none of it surprised me. I Actually, it's funny. Uh, I was on with uh, Mel Kuyper on a Saturday right before the Super Bowl. And he asked me, okay, what's – What's your Super Bowl prediction? What do you think the score is going to be? And I said 24-22 Kansas City because I knew that the the total was 47. So I was like, all right, it's going to come under the 40, the 47. I don't think it's going to hit you know that total. And it ended up being 25-22, and it exactly hit the the total. So <laughs> there's that. I mean, it's just it was it was close. You know, I was close on that prediction, but man, Kansas City is just that good in their defense. Let's not you know forget about their defense. Uh, they've been strong all season long, led by Chris Jones and that secondary as well. Uh, they've been really good with Jerry Sneed, who's a free agent, and Steve Spagnola, who uh, I'm surprised and didn't get any conversation about a, a potential head coach in this time around. He just signed a contract extension as a defensive coordinator there in Kansas City. Uh, but they did a great job, and they really slowed down San Francisco. And, and honestly, I think one of the biggest keys of the game, and there's a few of them, and Ward, I know is a special teams guy you could prefer you can uh, you know appreciate it one of the keys was Christian McCaffrey fumbling on that first drive because they were really they were really driving they looked like that they were just going to score a touchdown no problem he fumbles changes momentum and then obviously the other big play was the muff punt and uh, Kansas City was set up in the red zone they scored on the very next play so two of the biggest plays right there two of the biggest mistakes San Francisco made and it cost them the game let me ask you this uh Q I know you cover the Raiders Antonio Pierce putting together his staff. Do you like the looks of the staff right now and the guys that he's put together so far? Yeah, I really do. And uh, look, I'm a big Antonio Pierce guy, just getting to know him and talk to him and kind of see what makes him tick and what makes him go. Uh, I just love the mentality, right? I mean, he's one of those guys where he says, hey, I've been there, done that as a player. I know what it takes to get it done. I've had a lot of great coaches around me. Uh, You know, the tutelage has been good, and and I'm going to continue to lean on them and, uh, you know, get more advice. And now I'm putting my own staff together. And I I really do like the way that it's coming together. It's got a lot of uh, former players on his staff. Uh, He brings in Luke Getze from Chicago as the offensive coordinator. And he didn't have a good run in in Chicago, but Chicago didn't have a good run, period. So, you know, you kind of look at that and say, well, there's some questions there. Uh, So that might be an experiment. But you know that they want to be bullies, man. They want to run the ball. They want to be physical. They want to be fast. They want to be strong. Uh, They just kind of want to bring that old Raiders feel back to the team. And, you know, really, after ever since Josh McDaniels got fired, 
there's been a lot more of the old Raider feel back in that building, back within that locker room, or just around the guys. And so I can really appreciate that. And uh, I think that he's doing a heck of a job so far. I want to see how he finishes off the – the, the coaching you know job, he's got to still hire a running backs coach and a couple of other coaches like a tight ends coach here and there. But uh, it's time to get to work for AP. He's been on a little media tour. He's been doing a lot of different podcasts. And I met up with him on Radio Row. Now it's, it's time to get to work and, 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 you know, figure out how you're going to lead this team moving into this season. When you look at what the Dallas Cowboys have done now with Mike Zimmer coming back to the star and taking over as a defensive coordinator – is there a couple of different angles that you can look at this, Q, as Zimmer comes back, taking over this defense? He says he's not going to change the wheel. I mean, I, I want a guy coming in that says, hey, this is going to have my stamp on it, my fingerprint on it, and we're going to do things the right way. Not that the Cowboys were bad by any stretch of the imagination, but they weren't good enough. No, they weren't good enough, especially when it mattered right in the playoffs. But I, I always liked Zimmer. I always liked the defenses. If he, he was in Cincinnati, if he was in Minnesota, obviously he was an assistant there in Dallas as well. Uh, you know, I, I like what he brings to the table. I think he's going to be a good defensive coordinator. I didn't know what direction they were going to go after they lost Dan Quinn. And on, on top of that, he's had head coaching experience as well, uh, which Dan Quinn did too. So I think that that's important. I think for the Cowboys, man, my biggest concern is how are you going to stop the run? Right? Are you going to be mm -hmm. able to stop the run? And then, obviously, offensively, can you run the ball? Because they didn't do that very well either. But really, when it comes to the defense, man, if you can stop the run, you're already, you know, you've got you've got half the battle already, uh, you know, completed. So uh, that was my biggest issue with them this past year when I was watching their games. I was just like, yeah, I just feel like that they could be gashed, and and more times than not, they were. And so, yeah, it's great to be able to come up with interceptions and have a really sticky secondary. And of course, Gilmore is a little bit older now, and so he's have to see what's going to happen with him as far as his. Uh, roster spot and everything is he going to be a guy that's still going to be on the team or not or come back or whatever the case may be you know how's Diggs come back from injury is he going to be as solid as he was there's a few questions there and you know honestly the other thing is with the Cowboys they need to have I think they need to stop having so many different side projects going on like I, I love Micah Parsons I don't need to have him have a podcast every week let me have a podcast every week right you go out right. there and do what you do I just I think there's a lot of side projects going on with the Dallas Cowboys as well. It seems like there's a lot of infighting, you know, different family members talking about Dak, Dak's brother talking about this guy, this guy's talking about the other guy. It's just, it seems like there's a lot of little, like, clicks going on. And that's, you know, that's made for high school. That's not made for the NFL. Drama in the Cowboys, it never ends. I can promise you that. <laughs> let me ask you this, Q. What's your, what are your thoughts on uh, Steve Wilkes getting let go in San Francisco, the defensive coordinator? You think that was something that was – kind of in the works throughout the year? Do you think it was just kind of an end of the year, Kyle Shanahan frustrated with how his defense played in the NFC Championship game? You know, I think that it, I think a little bit was in the works, to be honest, because I, I don't think that they were really on the same page throughout the course of the year. But I'll say this, Steve Wilkes' defense did a really good job all year long. I mean, they averaged, what, 17 points a game they gave up? And then I know in the playoffs they gave up 22, so that was a little bit of an uptick. But I thought he did a heck of a job. But he also had the problem with stopping the run. As you saw from the Lions, they were able to gash him. Uh, obviously, the uh, the Chiefs were able to run against him somewhat successfully as well. Uh, but I, I just kind of feel like this. Steve Wilkes and Kyle Shanahan never were on the same page. Now, with that being said, Steve Wilkes wasn't the guy responsible for getting the ball first in overtime instead of, you know, uh, giving it to the Chiefs. That was a Kyle Shanahan call, which I still think was the wrong call. Um, I think that, that Kyle Shanahan needs, needs to take a little bit more responsibility. I feel like Steve Wilkes got scapegoated a little bit. Uh, but, again, it, it, it just feels like it was something that was kind of in the works 
uh, the whole time that it never really was a great fit. But I just think that sometimes, man, when you have a really good defense and they're still playing really well, even if you don't quite see eye to eye 100 percent, maybe you can find a way to make it work because, again, it looked like it was working. Now, Mike Vrabel might go and get that job and it might work out even better. So uh, sometimes that happens. But, yeah, I was unfortunate for Steve Wilkes, man. I still think that it, he got – he got jobbed when he was in Carolina. You know, he had an opportunity to be the head coach there. Uh, when Matt Rule got fired, he was the interim coach, and it looked like he was doing some really good things there. And uh, he gets moved on from. And, you know, I'm, I'm very familiar with that kind of situation as well because the Raiders did that to Rich Passaccia. They moved on from him, tried to bring in the bright, shiny car, and the bright, shiny car wasn't all that, and they had to get rid of it, right? And then they had to bring in another guy, Antonio Pierce. So I think the Panthers missed the boat on Steve Wilkes. They probably should have hired him to begin with. They didn't. Now he's on, on the outside looking in for another job. Your boy Q, Q Myers from game night with us here on ESPN Central Texas inside the press box. And Q, so now where does Patrick Mahomes stand? I mean, is he right now the next guy in waiting behind Tom Brady? And is that gap closing rapidly? I mean, I think that the gap is definitely closing, uh, but he's still got a long way to go. I mean, look, he's a three-time Super Bowl champ. Tom's done it seven times, right? And it's so funny. I think what we, what we should do, instead of, like, worrying about where these guys, like, rank right now, we all do it. I'm guilty of it myself. I think we should just appreciate the greatness that we're seeing because it's incredible. I mean, what the, this dude is doing, and I feel even closer to what he's doing because we're so familiar with Pat seeing what he was able to do at Texas Tech and obviously didn't win a lot of games because, well, the Red Raiders weren't very good. They didn't have a good defense. So he could score 60 points or help put up 60 points and still find a way to lose. Like, I still remember those Texas Tech and Baylor shootouts. So oh, yeah. uh, I just, <laughs> I could just appreciate, you know, I just appreciate what he's doing and, and the way that he's doing it and knowing that this guy gives this team a chance each and every week. I mean, everyone is looking for their Pat Mahomes. Like, that's what everyone's looking for in the draft. How do we get a guy to compete with him? That was my biggest takeaway from the Super Bowl. You've got to have a guy that is at least up to par to be able to compete with that dude. You're not going to get a guy that is him. You're not, right? I mean, there's just those guys don't grow on trees. I mean, everyone's lucky that we're seeing what Patrick Mahomes is doing. But you've got to have a guy that you feel is pretty special. You've got to have a Josh Allen. You've got to have a Lamar. You've got to have, uh, you know, a Joe Burrow. You've got to have, uh, you know, guys like that that you feel like, okay, I feel comfortable that they can compete. And guess what? He's beat all those guys. <laughs> right? <laughs> so right. even though those guys could compete with them, he still beat them all. So I just feel like in the NFL, you've got to find a guy that you think that you have a lot of confidence in. Okay, if my defense isn't getting it done, if my running game's not going to get it done, at least this guy will give us a chance to compete with him because, man, 15 is a problem. You let me ask you, the 49ers, it feels like having given up the draft picks that they gave to get McCaffrey, having given up the draft picks that they gave to draft – Trey Lance, uh, getting long in the tooth in certain positions of that football team, is the window shut for the 49ers to get back to the Super Bowl next year? No, it's not shut just yet. It's shut when Brock Purdy has to get his contract extension. He's 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 uh, he's uh, eligible to get his contract extension after the 2025 season. So in the calendar year 2025, I should say. So he'll be able to to get a big deal. You know he's going to get a big deal. Uh, he's been in the league two years. He's been to the championship game and the Super Bowl. So that's not too bad. Uh, so I think that they have still a little bit of a window, you know, one to two year window. But they've got to get it done. I mean, guys like Trent Williams aren't getting any younger. Guys like Christian McCaffrey aren't getting any healthier, right? Debo Samuel has got hamstring issues all the time. Now you're seeing there's a little bit of trouble in paradise with Brandon Ayuk. He's upset. You know why? He wants a contract extension. He's got one year left on his deal.
deal. He wants to get an extension now, or he wants to get up out of there. I mean, that was like 30 minutes after the Super Bowl was over. He's like, all right, so uh, what's up with my contract? Oh, you're not going to give it to me? All right, I want out. You know, he had people on social media already talking about it. So that's what uh, that's what the that's what the case is, man. I mean, all these guys are going to want their money. They're going to want to be taken care of. So they've going to do. They got to do it quick. The problem is, can Kyle Shanahan get it done? Can he seal the deal? Like that's the big question right now. Is Kyle Shanahan a great coach that gets you to the Super Bowl but can't get you over the the hump, or is he just you know, or or is he a guy that just needs another opportunity? Right. I mean, he's he's now three times. One was with the Atlanta Falcons. They were up 28-3, lost. He was the OC, stopped running the ball. 54, Super Bowl 54 in Miami. They were up by 10, stopped running the ball, lost. Super Bowl 58, they were up by 10, stopped running the ball, lost. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. a theme here, (laughs) right? There's a theme. What are we doing, Kyle Shanahan? So I think there's a lot of heat on him now. He's got to figure it out. So uh, in the next couple years, he's got to get back to the Super Bowl, and hopefully this time for him, they can win it. Hugh Myers with us in the press box here on ESPN Central Texas. Q, where does Russell Wilson play next year? Man, that's a great question. I was just wondering about that. I mean, literally, I was just sitting here at my office at my desk just thinking about where in the world does Russell Wilson play? I'm looking at some of these free agent quarterbacks next year, and the class is not very, very good, right? There's not a lot of good free agent quarterbacks out there. I mean, they're making guys like Justin Fields, uh, you know, very – uh, you know, like the guys, teams are going to want him because there's not very many quarterbacks available. Geno Smith, they just decided to to make sure he's on the roster on Friday, so his contract is fully guaranteed. You know, because again, the the class is not good. So I know Russell's under contract with Denver. I expect him to get released, but I mean, man, I don't I don't see the team that's just knocking on the door to 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 bring him in. Honestly, I keep thinking that maybe the Raiders are going to reach out. They've got to retool their whole quarterback room, so maybe. Right. Uh, since since Denver is paying the, the majority of the contract, maybe the Raiders bring him in on like a one-year deal as the veteran quarterback to to compete with Aiden O'Connell and then a draft pick, which I think that they're gonna uh, they're gonna select another quarterback in the draft and kind of that's how they revamp the room. But that's just me spitballing. That's me not really knowing. I'm just looking around the league and I was like, I don't really see a good fit. I mean, he can go to Atlanta, I guess, but maybe. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I don't know. I think. Kirk Cousins probably is the guy that Atlanta's going to be looking at, maybe to, to to make a move and get him in there. Um, I, man, I I don't know. Chicago does Chicago move on from Fields and trade their number one draft pick so they can get a ton of draft capital, and then bring in Russell Wilson? Eh, I don't really see that. I mean, you know, it's just like the shine has wore off on that dude pretty quick, man. Maybe he goes to the Rangers. Don't they still own his rights? Uh, <laughs> uh, <for baseball? laughs> they do. They absolutely so, do. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So there's that. I don't know where he plays, man. It's a great question. I'm going to tell you this, Q. I've been I've been working for probably the last few weeks on and off some with Mac Jones, watching a little film with him. I'm going to tell you what. I'll give you a little something. The Raiders should trade for Mac Jones. Just just a thought. I'm just telling you, football acumen out of the out, out of the roof can can really play. I think it would be great in that offense out there. Uh, Q, when you when you look at the overall um, setup of the of the, of the West of the AFC West, which team do you think really kind of takes charge this year in that division? And do you see Harbaugh making a real difference with the Chargers? Yeah, I think Harbaugh is going to definitely make a change and make a difference with the Chargers. 
problem is is that they're like $40 million over the cap, right? So they're going to have to to really restructure a lot of these deals. And, and I know that that's very possible. If you want to keep guys, you can. But I think that they're going to have to, you know, do somewhat of a roster purge as well and move on from some guys like Khalil Mack. I think they're going to try to trade him. Uh, there's a couple other players on defense that I think they're going to try to move on from that make a lot of money and don't have a ton of production, and they're a little bit older in the tooth. So I think this year may be a little bit of a struggle for the Chargers, similar to what we saw in Denver. Like we saw them struggle out of the, the gates, and then we saw them get hot for a while and then cooled off towards the end of the, the, the season. I think that's what we're going to see from the Chargers this year. But I do think Harbaugh, uh, as a proven winner, is going to definitely get that team turned around the right direction. I mean, look, if you look at the rest of the AFC West, though, I mean, it, it, it goes through Kansas City. Kansas City is that team. Everyone's chasing them. Um, the Raiders are actually the last team to beat them. You know, just in, that was on Christmas morning. They beat them, punched them in the mouth, and they didn't, their quarterback didn't even complete a pass after the first quarter. <laughs> Think about that. It was all a couple defensive touchdowns in the running game is what uh, propelled the Raiders to that victory. So I, I like the direction that the, that team is going, the Raiders, but I think that they, you know, they've got a lot of work to do as well. So right now, uh, the AFC West, man, the only moves that are being made that we all know are 100% are made by that team that's hoisting the Lombardi Trophy and the Kansas City Chiefs. Q, how excited should Texan fans be after what they saw from C.J. Stroud this past season? Oh, man, look, I'd do a backflip right now, right? If I was a Texas fan, I'd do a backflip if I could. I, I can't. I'll break my neck. But, man, I'll tell you, <laughs> that uh, C.J. Stroud is a dude. And it's so funny, Ward, the way that it happened, they didn't even want him. Like, I know. They, I mean, they might not, they might not admit that ever. But they didn't even want him. They were so mad when Lovey Smith won that game, and, and they ended up with the number two overall pick. They got him by default, and he ended up being the best quarterback in the draft last year. And, and you know, there's plenty of time for, for Bryce to, get, to, to, to become that guy, and there's time for Anthony Richardson to grow and Will Levis as well. But right now, I mean, C.J. Stroud with what he was able to do in his rookie year with a rookie head coach, get that team to the playoffs, that was, I mean, incredible, right? I mean, it's just – it's one of those things that they don't even think about Deshaun Watson anymore. They think that, hey, man, we got over on Cleveland. We gave up this guy. We got a bunch of draft capital in return. We got rid of all the issues he had off the field. And we got this guy who's squeaky clean. He's easy to, to pull for. And, oh, by the way, he's good. Right? He can throw the ball all <laughs> over the yard. And It's funny, man. You know how much I love the draft. I was in Kansas City last year before the draft happened, and I remember talking to CJ, and he was talking about the S2 scores and how everyone had leaked that. And he was like, look, I don't know. Obviously, someone leaked it out there. They either want me to, you know, drop in the draft so they can pick me up, or maybe they just want me to bail. He's like, but I'll tell you right now, I'm a quarterback. I'm not worried about no uh, S2 score. I'm not worried about what school I came from. I'm not worried about if I'm not athletic enough, according to the, the reports out there. He's like, I'm going to show everyone this year who C.J. Stroud is. And, boy, did he not do that. He went out there and showed everybody who C.J. Stroud was. And that's why I like getting to the drafts a couple days beforehand because you get those opportunities to hear the stories from the players before they actually get selected. And uh, I'll never forget that when CJ was, I mean, looked me in my eye and was like, I'm, I'm going to show everybody. And uh, he absolutely did. So yeah, if I'm a Texans fan, like my guy, John Smith out there uh, representing central Texas, he's a big time uh, Texans fan season ticket holder. He's got to be thrilled with CJ Stroud as the, uh, as the, as the quarterback there in, in Houston. You last question from stretch. I, you, I know you going into the, this next season, there's a lot of – I think there's still a lot of questions to be answered out there about, you know, who the number one quarterback is. In your mind, is it is it Caleb Williams? Is it 
J.J. McCarthy? Could you see someone really getting excited about Jaden Daniels? How do you see the quarterback class, the draft class, lining up right now? Man, you're, you're talking my language now, Stretch. We're all good, man. Let's talk this talk. Uh, yeah, I think Caleb Williams is definitely still the number one quarterback. I know he didn't have a great year this past season with USC, but I still think he's just he's that guy, right? But I'll tell you right now, man, after him, I think there's a lot of good conversations. And the Combine's coming up at the end of the month. I'll be out there in Indianapolis for that. And I think that after the Combine's over, Jaden Daniels is probably going to be the number two quarterback. I mean, I, I think he's the number three quarterback right now, right behind Drake May. But after the combine, I think that a lot of teams are going to fall in love with a guy that not only could use his legs, but has a great, accurate arm as well. What he was able to do at LSU, uh, winning the Heisman Trophy, I think that that you're really going to see teams fall in love with him. I think the one knock on Jaden Daniels is he needs to gain a little bit of weight and he needs to learn how to slide, right? I mean, if he doesn't learn how to slide, as you know, Stretch, they'll, they'll hit you right out the club. They'll kick <laughs> you right out the league, man. I mean, you cannot take those kind of hits that he took in school. I mean, that's not... That's not going to work. He's going to miss a lot of games. He's going to miss a lot of plays if he continues to take those. So he's got to learn how to get down, get out of bounds, whatever the case may be. But that's a dynamic dude. So I'm looking forward to getting to meet with Caleb, getting to meet with Jaden, getting to meet with Drake May. Um, I like Michael Penix a lot uh, out of Washington. He's got the medical questions, though, so I think the combine is going to be super important for him. But the dude's arm is incredible. Like, I would love to see that guy in Allegiant Stadium as the starting quarterback throwing that ball, throwing that lefty, that, that pretty pass that he's got going, going deep in the honor of Al Davis, right? I would love to see that. In Stabler. Got to check out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm, I'm thinking of, man, just like the snake used to do. I think that, uh, I think that that would be great. But, again, he's got to check out. I mean, he's got the, the knee issues he had at, at Indiana. He's got the shoulder issues. So uh, all those are concerns. I think that McCarthy, he's a winner. He just won the national championship game. I mean, you know, he's hes proven that he, he can be that guy. I think Bo Nix is a really good one. The last two years at Oregon played really well. I mean, he grew a lot. So I think the quarterback class, man, is very intriguing, and that's why a lot of teams are going to get desperate and start to make some crazy moves in the first round of the draft come the end of April. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. Well, I, what I like is, you, is you're going to go to the combine. You're going to be able to talk to Caleb, and I know with – all those nail salons they have out there in Vegas, you'll be able to point him directly to the best place to get those nails painted up. Hey, man, you ain't lying. I'll tell you what, man, I, 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 done, I done got a little sideways since I've been out here, man. I go out to this one spot near my house, and uh, I, I'll get my toes done every once in a while. The lady will see me. She'll see me coming, and she'll be like, oh, man, this is the guy with the bad feet, man, because I got, you know, you know how us athletes are. I used to be an athlete, you know, so we got jacked up feet anyway. So she sees me coming, and she's like, oh, man, I got to get the cheese grater out. I got to get all that dead skin off the bottom of his feet. He's going to just put his feet in this water. And, man, I'll tell you, the, the wife got me a, a package to do that one time, and, man, that's the best feeling ever is when your feet – get taken care of. So, yeah, I got a good spot for Caleb just in case he makes it to Vegas. Especially when you can climb that tree with no rope. That's the whole deal. You can just go right up it and get those nails dug in. No question. There it is. There it is. You already know. There it is. <laughs> Q, a lot of quarterbacks on the board uh, in this draft, and, and no telling exactly where some of them might go as you go down the draft, but there's some good running backs in this draft coming up as well we know where the running back position is evaluated in the nfl right now and get off my lawn kid i don't like it but it is what it is but who who is the best running back in this draft and do you think the cowboys should pay attention to that this year for once 
I do think that they should pay attention to it, but I think that, and I'm, I'm with you, man. I hate the fact that these guys have been devalued, but the problem is that they have been devalued. So I look at these draft picks and I look at the top, you know, the top uh, first round and second round, stuff like that. I'm like, I don't know if you really want to, uh, you know, to, to invest all that. But I mean, there's a couple of running backs that kind of step, step, uh, stick out. I, I like Blake Corum a lot out of Michigan. I know he's a little undersized, mm-hmm. but that dude can go. He runs so hard. I really like him a lot. Of course, you know me in Alabama. I always like my uh, Alabama guys. So Jason McClellan, I think, is a really good one. Uh, there's there's play, Frank Gore Jr. Uh, that's one to pay attention to for sure. I like him a lot. Uh, those that, those are just a couple right there. Um, let's try to think who else. Um, uh, Lloyd out of USC. That's a good Marshawn. Uh, not Marshawn Lynch, but Marshawn Lloyd. He's one to pay attention to as well. Uh, there's there's a handful of running backs, but the problem is that these offensive coordinators are so good at scheming the run game up that they get a guy in the fourth and fifth round, and it's like, yeah, hey, this guy's really good. Like, Zamir White ran for the Raiders the last, like, handful of games because Josh Jacobs was out, and the Raiders didn't miss a beat. I mean, he's putting up big-time numbers. He had, like, 100-and-something yards against the Chiefs on Christmas. He was a fourth-round pick out of Georgia two years ago and finally got an opportunity to get some burn, and he looked really good. So, I mean, it's just – these running backs have been so de- devalued, man, and guys just don't want to pay them, uh, so they don't, you know, put that first year tag on them and or, or put that first round uh, draft pick on them. They'll get them in the later rounds, and they won't miss a beat. You know, these 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 uh, zone schemes that they're running, it's it's just kind of easier for the running back to make it happen. But they only have a short uh, shelf life. Q Myers with us here on the press box on ESPN Central Texas. You'll hear him on game night Monday through Friday as uh, he'll bring you all the insights of the NFL and the everything going on in the world of sports. What do you got coming up this evening? Well, we're excited. It's funny. We're going to uh, t- turn our attention to some uh, some women's college hoops. Caitlin Clark, Clark yeah. she's going to break the record tonight, so we're going to focus in on that. We'll talk to Andrea Carter. I'm also excited that we're going to talk to former Raider GM Dave Ziegler on the show tonight, just kind of talking about the offseason. And, okay, as a GM, what do you do as soon as you hit the offseason? How do you – start to focus and prepare for free agency? How do you start to focus and prepare for the draft? What do you have to do? Like, what are your steps that you take? So uh, he, I've been a friend of his ever since he was the Raiders GM. He's a really good dude, and so he's going to join the show and probably be, be a frequent guest on the show throughout the course of the offseason, just kind of what stage we're in. So I'll take you a little bit behind the scenes on uh, what it would take for an NFL, free agent, or a NFL GM to navigate through the offseason. Q, always appreciate the time. Have a great week, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Happy Thirsty Thursday. Absolutely. Pour it up, pour it up. Remember, what would Rihanna do? <laughs> there he goes, Q Myers, host of Game Night right here on ESPN Central Texas. Stay right there. We'll come back and put a bow on this. We'll get you an update on Tiger Woods. And I want to talk about that, Caitlin Clark. Eight points away from setting an NCAA record. That's on the line tonight. That's all next on the Press Box. Glenn Moore and Baylor Bear Softball all season long on 101.3 FM. Baylor Softball on the road at McNeese State on Thursday. 5.45 for the warm-up show, 6 p.m. first pitch Thursday for Baylor Softball on 101.3 FM. Join Foster Nicholas for Baylor Bear Softball on 101.3 FM. 
Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. It's back, folks. 1.9% for 72 months on every 2024 Silverado Light Duty. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory, couple that with the number one rated service department in the state, the choice is clear. The Jim Turner Chevrolet is the place to go for all your automotive needs. So take that short drive to McGregor and give us an opportunity to earn your business with honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's mine. You're home for the world champion Texas Rangers. ESPN Central Texas. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. Wit Building Supplies, your one and only trusted building supplies company, now has two locations. Same great quality, same great prices, two great locations. Gatesville in Marlin. Wit Building Supplies proudly offer a comprehensive selection of metal building systems to meet all your construction needs. With our extensive range of materials, we ensure you'll have everything you need. Commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We strive to exceed your expectations. Visit our new and second location in Marlin, Texas, just down the road from higher prices. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Are you sick and tired of those achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery. You need to call QC Kinetics today. It is Matt Mosley. I know what it's like to have neck pain. The state of healthcare is always changing. The old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. This is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility. Reclaim your independence. Walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100-QC-Kinetics. 254-415-4100.
the source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward White Stretch Smith along with you. Caitlin Clark is going for a new scoring record in NCAA women's basketball. And tickets right now, Stretch, are the highest priced ticket in the history of women's basketball, including the WNBA. Yeah, let me ask you, is has there ever been a more magnifying dominant player? And we know what Brittany Griner did here at Baylor. I, I'm telling you, I, I was telling my girlfriend this morning, I mean, it it's amazing. And of course, it just flashed up on SportsCenter. It's amazing how she can shoot the basketball. I mean, I'm telling you, and I I'm talking about like Luca bombs. I mean, just inside, <laughs> just, just. I, I'm talking about ten foot past the arc, and she can shoot the lights out of it. I mean, I'm not a big, I, I am not a big basketball fan. Period. But I tell you what, to watch her and how she can shoot the ball, if, if, and and then how she when they do double her up and they play her hard defensively, man, she can dish it too. So I I, I love the fact that. Uh, She's getting her due in uh, in a place that uh, – you ever been to Iowa City, Warren? You ever been there? I, I have not. Well, I'm going to tell you, when I was coaching at Northern Illinois. We, know, we went over there and played over there when Hayden Fry was there. And right. They, 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 the, the, the locker room is painted pink. They didn't even know who <laughs> Caitlin Clark was at that time, but he almost wondered if the locker room was painted knowing, hey, we got this prodigy coming, and we're going we're gonna to paint the town pink, for crying out loud. It should be fun. She's eight points away from breaking the NCAA scoring record for women's basketball. And uh, again, it's the highest price ticket in the history of women's basketball, WNBA including in that. It's going to be a packed house. It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, she's again. You watch her get up and down the floor. I mean, I, I, I'm. I, I know that. Uh, I, I know that she has made a huge difference, and I can't imagine how many young girls. Mm, I mean, yeah. she's made a difference in their lives. Absolutely. Should be a whole lot of fun. By the way, Tiger Woods is one under through nine right now. So he's turning the corner uh, at the uh, Invitational and one under now. So trying to make the cut. If he makes that cut and plays on Sunday, woof, that changes the whole outlook of that tournament on Sunday afternoon, doesn't it? Uh, no question. And it changes the whole outlook on really what he's done to get himself in position mm-hmm. to even do that. It, it really, I mean, we, we've known he's an amazing athlete for a long time, Ward, but to do the things that he's done, we know it's it, chasing Jack and all the majors was great, but to turn himself around and be playing at a competitive level this quick, unbelievable. It is absolutely unbelievable. Tiger Woods turning the corner uh, and see if he can make the cut on Sunday. We'll check in on that tomorrow as well. That's going to do it for us. J-Mo coming up next. He will... Uh, Take you through that game last night for the Bader women and get you prepared for, get this, softball, baseball, men's and women's basketball. It's all coming up this weekend right here on your flagship for Baylor Bears. Then followed by the Matt Mosley Show, starring Matt Mosley right here on ESPN Central Texas. Also a reminder, softball coming up on 101.3 in just a little bit, and we'll have La Vega girls playoff basketball from Brian over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, 
and the pregame starts at 6.30. For Stretch Smith and Aaron, I'm Ward White. Until next time, so long, everybody. This is ESPN Central Texas.